You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. You can support us on Patreon and join our Discord server at patreon.com slash wtfolklore. Hello everyone and welcome to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am your crime criminal, Carmen. I'm your storyteller, Tyler. Crime criminal? I'm your airship captain, Grimoire Highwind. How's it been? It's it's been how the sky's I, been in 2021. Uh, not as, as fucked clear as, as the were. ground. <laughs> no, no, not as fucked as the ground. Great. Uh, yeah, I've just been been watching all the chaos from above. It's uh, I got it bad down here. <laughs> yeah, we sh- we should take to the skies. You're just up there enjoying a nice pipe, looking at the carnage. Yeah, most days, in fact. <laughs> easy living good work if you can get it turns out the birds were onto something the whole time <laughs> <laughs> oh man it all comes together <laughs> we finally well, unlocked the final piece <laughs> first the birds had to get rid of the fairies because like magic <laughs> potions and shit would make, make this all go a lot easier and then they had to get rid of the kings we make the kings, kings and are then well we known break for flying <laughs> <laughs> those pesky flying kings <laughs> No, no, no. The birds had to get rid of the kings. Well, yeah. Imagine if they were flying kings, though, with said magic potions. Well, yeah. When, when we did the airplane, that was probably <laughs> that was probably when birds turned on us. They're like, what the shit, guys? We thought we handled this. We had territories marked out. You guys have ground. Deal with the fish for the water. We don't give a shit about that. Not our territory. Shut up, penguin. You barely count. Um... <laughs> and then then we were we were all about that airplane and yeah birds had to they had to stop us i really th- think you mostly peaked at uh at zeppelins and uh and airships i really don't see the, the point of airplanes <laughs> they go real fast and you can't really do anything fun with them unless you got rockets yeah i, th- I guess zeppelins like maybe raised a bird eyebrow <laughs> Is that like, is that the cause of the Hindenburg? Yeah, they had to do they had to do it's a birds? little bit of disastering. I mean, it's it's why they get uh, damaged by the um, the airplane uh, engines all the time too. It's like we we got to sabotage this any way we can. They've grown too fast, too big, too powerful, and too many. <laughs> Like Zeppelins. Well, they're not taking the skies from me. Yeah, Zeppelins and hot air balloons and those, they can only go so far and so high. And birds are like, all right, well, we still have our migratory patterns intact and everything's good. And then airplanes <laughs> happen and they're like, fuck. All right. Enough is enough. We've been to war <laughs> once. We can do it again. Yeah, but the fairies were weak to iron. We're not. I'm pretty weak to iron. <laughs> Gotta I'm say. only weak to glass. If I got hit with some iron, I'd I'd feel pretty weak afterwards. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Carmen? I'm doing quite well. Um, I got to emerge a full goblin yesterday. 
What does that mean? Well, I I got back into the show circuit for the first time since COVID. I was out in the wild uh, hauling boxes of prints. And I, I didn't stop drawing for the two years that I was uh-huh. out. <laughs> but I did stop selling. So <laughs> it, it was um, a heavier haul than usual of the prints that I needed to take. Um, How was... many of those were brand new? Uh, Tyler, don't make me do numbers. <laughs> Enough... Just give a guesstimate. I mean, I still had... A percentage. I had also taken out uh, a bunch of stuff from two antique places where I had Mm -hmm. been consigning space right before COVID. Unrelated. Mm -hmm. uh, Sure. Just happenstance. Yeah, I did not sniff the the changes (laughs) in the air. I just was like... "Eh." Well, one of them was shutting down permanently, and the other one was just like, yeah, this is... Oh, probably for the best if it was right before COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That, that decision was about to be made for them. Yeah. Um, so I had to consolidate a bunch of stuff from those places also because it was taking up a lot of space. Um, so not a huge percentage was new, but not an insignificant percentage. Either. Fair enough. Um, and a lot of the new stuff I ended up just putting on backing boards and not matting because during COVID times, I drew what I wanted, um, which was not... <laughs> commercially viable in cases. <laughs> was it a good show yeah it was excellent um not only did i get to be a goblin which is my true form um that i have to like squelch into normal pants and clothing for interaction squelch. with society um, that's the word you chose to describe how i did you, how you don pants and squelch <laughs> into them Yes, and I stand by this decision, and no one, no one can stop me, because uh, I'm the crime criminal today, though. and I'm gonna lean the fuck into that. I've been derailed so and, and squelch about. Yep, <laughs> I've had my stories derailed and crimed all over for the past however many recordings since the last time it was taken over. So I'm gonna lean into criming. <laughs> Um, it's been a while since I've been here, so some time, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I believe the last time was the last time we read a entry from The Journey West, which is what we're doing today. Um, and I looked, and that was October of last year. Yeah, look at Ooh. us Keep, keeping pace. <laughs> Got real close to just missing it this year. <laughs> squeezed it in. Um but I was surrounded by a lot of other goblins, including some like really incredible like mushroom goblins. There was a queen of the the mushroom fairies there who was really cool and uh, just um, incredible people all around. Great other well, vendors. What was the name of the show? It's the Goblin Market. Well, there you go. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> straightforward, and it was fairy tale themed, so I had I had to be there. Of course. And I knew it was the right show for me because I went wandering around to try and find gifts for people, and it was all stuff that I liked, and none <laughs> stuff that I could get for, like, my mom. <laughs> um, so I was in the right place. <laughs> and uh, in keeping with the theme of the Goblin Market, I had one product there that I was selling in exchange for secrets, which was a very Ooh. quite a, a lucrative market that I ran in secrets. <laughs> I will not repeat any of them here because they are, in fact, secrets. But they were, information is power. They were yeah, I, quite juicy. I also deal in secrets, so <laughs> turns uh, out, yeah, it just so happens. So 
We should uh, we should work out a bargain. <laughs> we'll see what we can trade, but I'm not I'm not trading them with all and sundry. <laughs> Uh, so it was very, very interesting. There was a point where I was so slammed that I might have missed writing down a sale. I don't think oh. I did, but I might have. And I had it took a little bit of interpreting of my handwriting for a little bit there. There's something to, that's that looks like I books. yeah, like I wrote it in runes. I have no idea what the product <laughs> was that it was was sold, but it was either ten or twenty dollars. But it looks like a seven, and I know it wasn't a seven because I don't have anything for seventy bucks, and it was one rune scrawl, scrawling for it. So just just a guess as to what thing that was. Um. So yeah, it was it was very exciting, very successful, a lot of fun. Um, awesome. Three hours beat out a lot of my three day shows, so <laughs> I had a pretty great time. It's nice to Love be to back. Love to hear that. Yeah, nice to be back. <laughs> um, and I think I'm gonna goblin about more because I feel powerful now. Absolutely. Great. Great. <laughs> I'm glad I can take to the skies after this. <laughs> because you were so busy is why I have elected to read the monkey cane this week yeah i'm kicking and by, back and by elected i do mean that i put a poll in the discord and it was selected for me you were elected to <laughs> at no point in this did you have a dis- decision making power no because <laughs> i did thrust this upon you and then then the discord thrust the specifics upon you <laughs> i believe in the corporate world it's called being voluntold to do something <laughs> Uh, this time we're reading chapter 22. I believe last time we read chapter 19, so not much of a jump. Mm. Um, and the reason for that is uh, we meet our fourth party member this week in our Ooh. traveling band of monks. I, uh, uh, this... I am definitely going to need a recap. If, if we Yeah, do, do either of you remember what the hell DBZ? happened last time no, we Tyler. read The Monkey King Tyler, in October no. of 2020. Yeah, that was a year ago. I'm going to derail you real quick because I mm-hmm. have the, like, the power of crime here. Uh, and yes. I, I intend to use it, so I had some tabs up here to crime you with. Please. Um, I welcome it. Cool. Uh, so in looking at the time.is that we use to sync, um, I saw that it's World Hello Day. What? It's World Hello Day today, the 21st, the date we are recording this. Meaning what? Yeah. It's the 49th <clears throat> annual World Hello Day. Anyone can participate by simply greeting 10 people. This demonstrates no. <laughs> the importance of personal communication for preserving peace. I right, shan't. I'm going to cash in on this one super easily. Hello, listeners. <laughs> Hello. I think there are more than 10 of you listening. I hope so. I mean, based on the Discord alone. Uh, yeah, I just... noticed that it is also World Television Day. Yeah, that was the <laughs> the other... <laughs> thing um and this celebrates television the single largest source of video consumption you think i'm not does sure does that include <laughs> what what are the alternatives for video consumption <laughs> like youtube and movie theater which you would put on i mean the tv <laughs> yeah 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 this seems to be specifically uh celebrating the television set this link takes me to the United Nations. It does. <laughs> I mean, they they might watch a lot of TV there. So the United Nations is celebrating television today. So today we observe saying hi for peace, which I don't think works, but hi anyway. I hope I hope that, that makes you feel peaceful. Um, 
and then television. So what if we say hello in a very threatening way? That okay. would confuse the peaceful message. It would. But would it it would suffice, yes. <laughs> it, it it certainly counts. <laughs> Good. Honestly, I think World Television Day probably goes a little bit longer toward keeping the peace. Because if everyone's inside <laughs> watching The Simpsons, then no one's outside punching each other. So, I think you're probably like a decade and a half, maybe two decades away from the time when everybody was inside watching The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, now it's all right Squid now? Game. Mm. And Tiger King Season 2. Yeah, you, Even that. <laughs> you watch the violence on the television so that you do not do the violence in the world. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's why the... we play Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... I can't argue that. That's the real purge. <laughs> that's why I can't get behind the purge as a concept. <laughs> we already have it, and it's TV and video games. That's how we get it out. Uh, so we're going to read The Journey West. I guess I you saying. are. Yeah, eventually. You can, tr- you can try. <laughs> um, I will give a brief recap last time. Uh, we met a pig. Oh, yeah. That's is it. that oolong? Yeah. Wasn't there Does like he carry on with them? Wasn't there like What's a that? sleepover party or something involved? Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The oh, yeah. the monkey had to pretend to be his wife for a little bit because he was um, squatting on a family that he intruded upon and married into. And then when he revealed himself to be a pig demon, they were no longer chill with that. So now he's traveling with them as another monk. Is he a shit? He's a monk now? He's following the Buddhist scriptures, as all of our traveling companions are. Is that after, um, uh, what was the priest's name? Sanzo? Sanzong? Yeah, is that after he, uh, came around and, and Wukong bashed him about the head and face a couple times? Indeed. Okay. <laughs> as Sounds... is often the way to acquire a new friend. Yeah, the recruitment so... system for this little band is punch a lot and then Mm -hmm. now you follow this religion so this week's chapter will sound pretty similar to you i think cool (laughs) sweet Uh, also the story now almost exclusively just refers to zubaji the pig as pig so i will do so as well well that makes things simple right it does Uh, so Still like the uh, the description of him is just a oolong. Is is he a shapeshifter as well? He is, is that yeah. how he was able to hide his demonism? Mm-hmm. Uh, chapter twenty two is titled "Pig fights a great battle in the flowing sands river." Mosca obeys the Dharma and wins Friar Sandover. Man, I hate when they give away the ending in the title. I mean, that is just the synopsis of the chapter, but we can dig into a little more detail. So as Sanzong and his two disciples traveled on, they passed through the Yellow Wind Ridge, and then summer gave way into autumn. That is your quick synopsis of the previous chapters that we're skipping. Cool. That is how seasons change. Uh, Eventually. So my impression from the synopsis of skipped chapters is that this Mm -hmm. was written an awful lot like my childhood books, where people just walked around and took a lot of naps. It's uh, it's very Hobbit in that way. <laughs> it's like we we know we have plot points to get to, not sure how to get there. They walk. Let's describe it. Oh, also important to remember from a few 
episodes ago. Just just a brief reminder that the horse they're traveling with is a dragon that is shapeshifted into a horse. He's the Wouldn't hero of make, all the uh... horses who've been slammed into other things. And the, well, the reason like for this is because he ate their horse. So as punishment, he is now horse. So it sounds like the pig was the fourth uh, party member. If you want to count the horse. I, mean, I choose horse not to. The horse is a dragon. Tyler, after all horses have been through on this podcast, you're not going to give the, them the courtesy of acknowledgement. This, this is a fake horse, though. I'm not going to count this a, horse as a horse. You've done a lot of bad things to fake horses, so I'm told. <laughs> a horse is a horse, of course, of course, Tyler. Fake or not. All right, so we're getting our fifth party member. Fine. <laughs> uh, eventually, they came upon a mighty river roiling with waves and not a boat or ferry to be seen. Monkey leapt high into the sky and shaded his eyes with his hands to see the other side. I, I got real confused there for a second because of the place I just came from. That I, mm-hmm. I did not realize for a second that the ferry was the means of conveyance across water <laughs> and not the mischievous and, sprite. And not an impish little creature. Yes. Can I like, be well, both. I wouldn't expect to see a ferry on the water. What are you doing? <laughs> Where are you that this is a common thing that requires comment when it's absent? Uh, When Monkey came back down from his big, big jump, he said, Master, we're in big trouble here. I could cross this river with a twist of my waist, but I'm afraid you'll never be able to cross it in 10,000 years. How big is this river? It is 350 miles wide. Also, what waist twisting Uh, motion gets you across any river? The magical Monkey King kind. Just like... Yeah, I think it's a little bit like a tango mixed with a waltz <laughs> mixed with a little bit of capoeira. It's extremely sensual and extremely fast. <laughs> and very dangerous. <laughs> and extremely dangerous. Extremely sensual, extremely fast, extremely dangerous. Seems like another t-shirt that should be worn. Never. <laughs> or my memoirs. <laughs> Uh, The trio found a stone tablet nearby that labels this river the Flowing Sands River. It also had the inscription, 300 miles of flowing sands, 3,000 fathoms of weak water, on which a goose feather will not float, and the flower of a reed will sink. They got a good travel writer, huh? So it's air. (laughs) So it's not water. It's it's just a torrent of It's just a torrent of dangerous air. I would like to see that as a, like, come here poster that you would see posted up in a travel agency. As they were reading the tablet, they heard a roar like a collapsing mountain, and a hideous evil spirit emerged from the water. It had a head of matted hair, red like fire, a pair of eyes gleaming like lamps, an indigo face, and a dragon's voice like drums of thunder. That's a a pretty good description the purple face is a is a throw off basically a kuma from street fighter yeah it sounds like a very tired person to me (laughs) sounds like a very angry person to me just woken up from a nap hairs all messed up eyes red and enraged matted could just be unwashed Uh, the monster immediately rushed at sanzong who monkey scooped up to safety pig dropped his carrying pole and grabbed his nine-pronged rake and struck at the spirit, who parried the blow with his own staff. I totally forgot about the rake. There's there's more to that rake, isn't there? It's just a really good rake. It's got nine prongs on it. It's strong. Good. Hard and okay. steel. 
it's it's, it's like a plus two to attack and defense. Fifty one sixty spring steel. Damascus rake. <laughs> Been watching far too much Forge and Fire. <laughs> Uh, Each of them showed their prowess on the banks of the flowing Sands River, and it was a fine battle. They went for 20 rounds, but neither emerged the victor. Combat writing is hard. Yeah, Yeah, we just skip it here. You're skipping a lot of the good stuff. (laughs) Oh, oh, is this your summary of it? No, that's what it's written as. Oh, okay. So they don't do the the blow by blow. No, it's just, it happened for a really long time, and therefore it was impressive. So how many uh, episodes of DBZ would this fight be? If, if 20 rounds, let's see, that, that probably equates to more than five minutes, so 112 episodes? <laughs> That's the whole season right there, bud. <laughs> it's just one, yeah. one rake fight. Uh, Monkey, who was holding the horse and watching on the sideline, got so worked up by this battle that he started grinding his teeth and clenching his fists. Monkey is turned on on. by violence. (laughs) He is indeed. (laughs) He's hot for battle. (laughs) When he could no longer contain himself, he leapt into the fray, despite Sun Zong's protestations. Uh, Monkey said, Master, you sit tight here and don't be afraid. I'm just going to go play with them. Uh Uh-huh. Monkey not making the sound uh, uncomfortably sexual at all. Good job. Very aggressively sexual, in fact. (laughs) Uh, with lightning speed, Monkey was down to the riverbank, swinging his cudgel at the evil spirit slash ogre's head, because now they just start calling it an ogre in the story. Yeah, that tracks. I mean, Pig is now nameless, and it's just Pig. So, <laughs> well, so It makes it difficult to um, keep track of who is being talked about when they just re- switch how they're referred to from sentence to sentence. Look, Tyler... Um, as someone undertaking the NaNoWriMo challenge, mm-hmm. handwriting it on paper in a notebook, not always having access to my notes, I regularly forget minor characters' names, and they go in brackets as brother or dead. <laughs> um, so I get why they might have just shifted over to Ogre in the time before Erasers. <laughs> like, what the fuck did I name him? Ah. Pig. All right. Like, Let's keep they going. could have just referenced the previous sentence, though. Uh, how do we feel about ancient Chinese NaNoWriMo as the title? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel positive. <laughs> Eric, you don't edit while you're writing a first draft. They're just like, you're who? trying to get to the word count. I have <laughs> Clearly, no they're idea trying. That's also to. why they skip over battles. Battle writing's hard. They're like, battle was super cool there's definitely a part in my manuscript where i didn't feel like explaining something so i wrote this rad thing i mean that could get you a lot of words towards that word count but you have to weigh whether or not it's worth it to devote mental energy to the choreography exactly and a lot of times you just gotta get to that next scene (laughs) this is an unedited nanowrimo attempt (laughs) Uh, With equally lightning speed, the ogre ducked the blow and leapt into the water. Pig was upset that Monkey interrupted the fight. He said, That ogre was tiring and could hardly fend off my rake. With a few more rounds, I could have captured him. I almost finished. (laughs) (laughs) An extra 20 rounds, I would have had him. (laughs) You gave me battle blue balls. (laughs) You gave him such a fright, he ran away, damn it. Uh, brother monkey said with a smile i must tell you frankly the sight of you fighting so beautifully gave me an uncontrollable itch (laughs) that's 
Monkey's, At least he's uh, forward about it. Yeah, Monkey's relationship with Pig got weird after Monkey pretended to be his wife. I haven't used my cudgel in a whole month. That's... <laughs> Man, you can probably take care of that on your own, uh, comrade. I just had to join in the fun. How was I to know that the monster wouldn't want to play and was just going to go run away? How was I to know what social boundaries are? <laughs> Uh, they returned to Sanzong to report what happened, and he urges them to find a way to catch the spirit to ask for help across the river, as it is clearly familiar with the area, and a water expert, who could surely aid them with the roiling waves. A water expert. He's a water expert. This is some high-quality H2O. <laughs> Monkey and Pig argue over who should go into the water after the ogre. Are they arguing in favor of themselves, each going in? Or no, each against other. against each other? Okay. Uh, Monkey said, this is something I can't talk big about. I'm not all that good at underwater stuff. Even to walk underwater, I have to make a magic hand movement and recite a water-repelling spell before I can move. Now that doesn't sound that hard. I mean, that's basically just swimming with words. The only uh, other way I can get about is by turning myself into a fish, a shrimp, a crab, or a turtle. Yeah, monkey, you got this on lock. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> the, the, the only way I can move about is by turning into a sea creature. And I'm not, <laughs> and they're not very good at swimming. There's no way I can solve this little conundrum. Except I can, for these 18 ways. I can manage any strange and wonderful magic on a mountain or in the clouds, but when it comes to underwater business, I'm useless. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like you have no way around this. As my PowerPoint has just described. <laughs> uh, Pig said, when I was commander of the Milky Way, the Heavenly River, I had a force of 80,000 sailors, so I know a bit about water. Did, was this covered before not... that he was commander of the Milky Way? I think this is new information. <laughs> we did I mean... not get a resume from Pig. <laughs> Yeah, we. Uh, I definitely uh, need to check his references because that's a bold claim. <laughs> I'm afraid that he may have generations of clansmen down there, and that would be too much for me. If they got me, we'd be in a real mess. Yeah. You... Okay, so so now the pig is afraid of bigots. Yeah, <laughs> underwater bigots. <laughs> underwater. And it's underwater a valid bigots. fear. Like I'm more on pig's side with this concern. Uh, to be fair, it was clansmen with a C. <laughs> I, I... We heard I mean, that we makes heard. more sense, I guess. <laughs> this is an oral tradition we're restarting here now, Tyler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm picturing white hoods. <laughs> uh, they eventually agree On that Merman. Pig will go down, uh, will go down in order to start a fight and lure the ogre back to the surface, where Monkey will then be able to finish him off and capture him. Yeah, Monkey does sound like he's pretty interested in finishing him off. <laughs> uh, when Pig and the ogre clashed again underwater. The ogre said, you may not realize who I am, but I am no fiend, demon, ghost, or monster, and I don't lack a name either. I have it. I definitely do. One second, I gotta flip back a few pages. <laughs> I for sure have a name, though, that's already been established, I know. Uh, the funny part is, it is never given to us. <laughs> I'm not flipping back those pages. I have a name. I'll I'll edit this later. I'm sure I'll get around to it. Nothing's going to stop me from going back and fixing this. Is he only ever described as Ogre from this point on? No, he's given a title, but that's not a name. <laughs> well, true. 
Uh, Pig replied, if you're not a fiend, a demon, a ghost, or a monster, then why do you live here taking life? Tell me your name truthfully and I'll spare your life. You're taking, like, pig, you hypocrite. (laughs) Are are you a a demon, a spirit, a fiend, or whatever the list was? He is. All of the above. In fact, all of the above. (laughs) Oh, okay, that's fine then. The pig recognizes when when his kind is A kindred spirit. Yeah. I want to kill. You want to kill. The ogre replied, I have had a divine essence since childhood and have wandered all over heaven and earth. I have won glory among heroes of the world and brave knights have taken me as their model. Like in a drawing Uh, class? (laughs) (laughs) Brave knights have taken me as their nude model. (laughs) They have learned the value of gesture. (laughs) Yeah, it's just how you... How they decompress after battle. (laughs) Has the definition of ogre changed over the years? (laughs) Uh, He goes on to explain how he spent a lifetime traveling the earth, cultivating his conduct, following the way, as was taught to him by an immortal. Eventually, he was brought before the Jade Emperor, who promoted him to General Who Lifts the Curtain. That's the title? Yeah, The General Who Lifts the Curtain? That's the title he gets. What curtain? Uh, I imagine it is some ethereal or mystical or uh, metaphorical curtain, heavenly curtain. Either that or it's just, like, the military just, person in charge of opening the, the blinds in the morning to let the sunlight in for the emperor's the bedroom. One day, the queen mother had gathered peaches and invited all the generals to feast at the jade pool. He accidentally and carelessly smashed some jade and crystals at the feast and was stripped of office and then was marched to the place of execution. Wow. They Jesus their, Christ. Yeah. They take their... Uh, bobbles pretty seriously up there <laughs> up in heaven yeah i mean like, i guess jade emperor so uh, i don't kind of a dick bag through and through you go to jail you go to jail of death death jail <laughs> jail from life no no life for you i believe that's called turtle jail actually <laughs> turtle, yeah, you go to turtle jail uh, to his good fortune his friend the immortal was able to stay the execution and instead, he was exiled to this river, where he now eats fishermen whenever he gets hungry. I mean, ogre gotta eat. People are nutritious, I suppose. That part is never really, like, expounded upon, because he was a human at one point, and then was, like, brought up and promoted into heaven to be a celestial being. And now that he's banished back to Earth, he has turned to eating people. That seems like a leap to me. <laughs> I mean, this feels like a pretty standard uh, through line in uh, Asura's Wrath to me. <laughs> uh, maybe fish are hard to come by in this river. I mean, so. especially in this river, certainly. So fishermen come, and they spend a long time there because there aren't any. And he gets peckish. <laughs> uh, he finished by saying, As you have dared to come to make trouble at my gates... My belly has something to look forward to today. No matter if you're coarse and don't taste good, when I've caught you and I uh, I can cut you up to salted mince. Well, don't worry, Ogre. He will. You'll have bacon. And let me tell you, you think people taste good? Wait till you have bacon. <laughs> yeah, people Pig was are... offended to be considered not tasty. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's like a a big thing about Pig. 
You are the bacon carrier. It is he a said, point of pride. He said, so you take me to be a very well-cured side of ham? Don't be impudent. Take a dose of this rake. And then he swung the weapon at the ogre's face. And how'd that go? Well, the story says that the ogre did a quote-unquote phoenix nod to avoid it, and I could not find what that meant. <laughs> phoenix nod? I typed it into Google, and all I got was a gift from Ace Attorney. <laughs> Very elucidating. <laughs> so I, mean, I am, that's I am what picturing happened. that the ogre is nodding like Phoenix Wright. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up. <laughs> Just shouting objection. Uh, Buckingham and Greenacre got Phoenix nod on 2nd January 2017. What does that mean? I don't know. There's also a hashtag nod squad Phoenix, which doesn't help. (laughs) It's something in Australia. So did the nature of language and just general reality completely break while I was away? This entire news article dated 1st January 2017. It's titled, Buckingham and Greenacre get Phoenix Nod, and then the text of the article is, Buckingham and Greenacre get Phoenix Nod, and that's it? That's This is just placeholder. That's the whole, that's the whole thing? Something in sports. Uh, the two battle again, and they make their way to the surface of the water. The battle lasted another four hours, so you know it's impressive. Again, it is not described. I found the gif. I think you're right. I think this is <laughs> That's a deep nod. That would get you out of a rake beating. That, that would get you away from a rake. <laughs> it's a deep pixelated nod. Uh, right as Pig began feigning defeat, Monkey, who again was barely able to contain his fight boner, leapt into action too early. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I, I didn't. It's just been so long. It's, I don't normally. I don't normally battle this fast. Uh, the ogre once again was able to escape to the depths of the river. <laughs> yeah, monkey really needs to learn how to um, keep it in his hands. <laughs> yeah, Mon- monkey needed to beat something out before a battle so that he didn't, you know, try and jump the gun. Yeah, you'd think he would just go find a sheep that he could mash to death with his cudgel or something. <laughs> <laughs> or a tiger, as uh, as I recall, <laughs> happened frequently early on. Yeah, or somebody he could steal clothes from. Didn't he like beat like somebody bandit. for pants once? He did. Yeah, I I love you. Bring that up in every single chapter we read, Carmen, because I I do go back and listen to them before <laughs> I do the next one. <laughs> and I love that that is the one part of the journey west that will not leave your mind no matter what. <laughs> someone's ass for pants that's the one plot point that you adore more than any i don't i don't know why i don't think i like it (laughs) i think i was it's just memorable i think it was like the first moment where monkey king as a person was solidified in my mind like oh this is an asshole this is what this poor man's ass for pants Wait, uh, did he beat up a poor person for their pants, yeah, was like or was it like a bandit? It was like a yeah, it was a fisherman. <laughs> oh, so he just assaults an innocent for their pants? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, he he sort of sounds like he starts off kind of villainous. <laughs> it doesn't improve whole... that much. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Have... We are we are now twenty chapters into a one hundred chapter story. 
you think you'll ever finish this? No, but we're going to try. Yeah, we'll see how many <laughs> how many years we got left. Uh, Pig scolded Monkey for acting so hastily, saying that he should have waited till he'd gotten the ogre on dry land at least, and then the two of them uh, had to once uh, the two of them had to once again return to Sanzong empty-handed. Does Sanzong want ogre flesh handed to him? Did he ask he wants, for this? He wants live ogre handed to him so they can figure out a way across this fucking river. I mean, doesn't uh, doesn't Monkey have that like eternally extending power pull that we're calling a cudgel? And a cloud, but Sanzong is not allowed to ride on it because that would break his um, suffering that is mandatory for this journey. Well, maybe Sanzong should just suffer his way through the sand waters or whatever. There is a difference between suffering and dying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next day, they try the same plan again. And this time, as he feigns defeat, Pig manages to get the ogre up to the bank of the river and shouts out, I'll get you this time, ogre. Come on up here to dry land so we can finish our fight. It's very, uh, very grade school level taunts. <laughs> uh, the ogre replies, and I am paraphrasing here, I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you mean want... that wasn't in the original draft, Tyler? <laughs> you, you want me to come up on land so your buddy can jump me. Fuck off. <laughs> and then he slunk back down to the riverbed. Yeah, it seems like Ogre is just sort of chilling now. Maybe they should find some other, you know, a bridge or something. Uh, with the plan clearly a failure and no other ideas, Monkey decides to leave Sanzong in the care of Pig while he rode off on his magic cloud to meet with the Bodhisattva Guanyin, who is basically the... Um, the, the word just left my brain. What's like a, a person who commissions art? Patron? A patron. They're, the Guanyin is the patron of this journey, basically, to get the scriptures in the West. He commissioned a... a- journey she yes she commissioned a journey she's not pants so i don't remember her (laughs) he arrived at the purple bamboo grove for an audience with her and explained the situation she said you have revealed your conceit once again you ape why didn't you tell the monster that you are protecting the tang priest and fetching the scriptures (laughs) is he supposed to advertise you Almost certainly don't remember, but this is exactly what happened with Pig also. So, yeah. So Where he they, just elects to fight instead? It's like, right. The The lesson that Monkey is refusing to learn is to use his words at any point. I mean, but he's got that rage <laughs> battle boner, so. <laughs> yeah, why use words when you can get off on beating someone to death? <laughs> Uh, because much like Pig, this ogre is here waiting for them to help them on their journey and accompany them. But because they have never said any words to one another and have just fought, <laughs> it has been a big misunderstanding. It does seem like that would be a good lesson for Monkey to maybe learn. Is he going to learn it? Give res- no, he throws he throws Pig under the bus this time. <laughs> oh, good. He says, as I'm not much to, uh, as I'm not up to much in the water, Pig was the only one who could find the ogre's den, and he did all the talking. I expect he never mentioned fetching the scriptures. Wow, He's monkey. He's a shitty monkey. Wow, monkey. <laughs> it's, yo, look, uh, Bodhisattva, I, uh, I, I can't breathe water unless I'm like these other things. We, we, there's a, you know, there's a whole presentation. I'm not going to get into it now. <laughs> 
but uh, <laughs> I've got this USB if you want to throw it on your own later. Yeah. yeah, here are all the reasons why I absolutely can not can <laughs> can yeah. not be in water. <laughs> but Pig was like general of, you know, water, space water. So he went under and apparently doesn't need to breathe. So uh, they they duped it out, and then I yeah I guess here we are. Yeah, like I guess I suppose monkey can't punch while he's a shrimp or doing magic hand motions. Yeah, it does become more difficult swimming, basically. Um, so, I perhaps that's why he thinks he can't handle water because if he can't <laughs> destroy someone, if he can't flesh do what he wants underwater <laughs> while he is doing motion in the space, then it counts as not being able to move at all. Completely useless. <laughs> Uh, the Bodhisattva explained, The ogre of the Flowing Sands River is the mortal incarnation of the great curtain-lifting general. He is a believer I converted myself and instructed to protect those who would be coming to fetch the scriptures. If you had told him that you had come from the east to fetch them, he would have certainly joined you. So did the Bodhisattva not have any issues with the fact that the ogre general just fucking eats fishermen? Yeah, because he's going to be converted to Buddhism, so it'll be fine in the end. Yeah, you can eat whoever oh, you right. want if you believe the right shit. <laughs> that's that's what religion is, right? Eat, I'm, I, I eat don't people, know. pray. Is it? Is, like, is, yeah. uh, she produced pray. from her sleeve a red bottle gourd, which she handed to one of her disciples named Mosca, and instructed him to return to the river with Sun Wukong. We get a name for random disciple number eight, but yes. we don't get a name for for Water Ogre? Uh, not yet. Water Ogre is renamed when um, converted to Buddhism. But we'll get but, there. But Pig didn't. Or, or, yeah, or was did. Pig his new name? Zubaji is his new name, but the story just calls him Pig. You gotta get that word count, and if you gotta write all those letters and remember how it's spelled, you're not gonna get there. You gotta get to the end. Okay. Uh, Moscow right. was instructed. Moscow was instructed to shout out, "Wu Jing awakened to purity!" to summon the ogre out at the river, and then the ogre was to be given a new name by Sanzang, and then tie his necklace of nine skulls in a circle with the gourd in the middle, which would create a dharma boat to ferry Sanzang and his disciples across the river. Are these fishermen skulls? You said skulls? a lot. I assume these are fisherman skulls that he is wearing in a necklace. So they are okay. super chill with fisherman murder, as long as you're a believer. <laughs> At least nine times. Yeah. What's the cutoff? I'd, I'd really like to know. <laughs> if you if you eat a, a tenth fisherman, though, we're going to have to wag a finger at you. We really need those scriptures. So they go back to the river and they do all those things I just said, because that's how this story works is that a plan is described in detail, and then again when it is enacted. <laughs> Gotta get a word count. <laughs> but but they skimp on the battle scenes. Like, that's the... That's the tricky part. Those are hard to write. <laughs> it's much easier to write, put a necklace of nine skulls in a circle with this gourd in the middle, it will become a boat, and then write that again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I suppose. Almost exactly. Uh, the ogre is renamed Sha Wu Jing, or Sand Awakened to Purity. I mean, that's kind of a cool name. Uh, Sun Zong and his disciples give him a nickname, which is Friar Sand. <laughs> I <laughs> fucking love it. 
And which DBZ character is Friar Sand? Uh, probably Yamcha. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, with Pig rowing on the left and Friar Sand on the right, Sanzong was finally able to cross this stupid river in their new boat. And Monkey rode his cloud, guiding the dragon horse in the sky. <laughs> right. Dragon horse can fly? Apparently. It's a dragon. <laughs> dragon it's horse kind of... can fly, and they needed a boat still. <laughs> For just... some reason. So, <laughs> wait, so, okay, yeah, so let's, let's, let's go back. So, so Monkey's original concerns were, I can't take you over. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, the horse can't take you over. <laughs> We're just going to overlook that, huh? If the problem solving doesn't involve punch, Monkey is not here for it. I mean, are we sure that Monkey didn't just, like, grab the horse dragon by the mane and just ride across <laughs> dangling a horse dra- I mean, like, M- Monkey's way of leading <laughs> through the air may not be quite so uh, conducive to yes. passengers. Very few things he does I could describe as gentle. <laughs> Except for his battle boner. (laughs) Uh, When they reached the other side, Mosca, who had been following also by Cloud, took back the Bodhisattva's gourd, and the nine skulls of Friar Sand's old necklace changed into nine gusts of wind and disappeared. That's one way to do a sky burial, I guess. I do want to say (laughs) my image of the horse being led was a horse, like, stiff-legged. Like a plastic toy. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like, uh, like a kite behind the cloud. A, a horse T-posing in the sky. There's <laughs> a... Behind the cloud. Or just like a Skyrim horse with its animation taken out. Yeah. Still flying in the sky. <laughs> it's just kind of wee. Exactly. Uh, they all bowed to Mosca, who returned to Guanyin. And then Sanzong and his now three disciples continue their journey to the west and that is the end of the chapter this time four disciples he's got dragon. has the worst four disciples if you want to count the fucking dragon horse <laughs> we do tyler you have a fucking dragon horse and you, <laughs> you, you, you're fucking splitting hairs on not counting the dragon horse i don't know what's in the dragon horse's heart of hearts i don't know if the dragon horse believes in buddhism I didn't ask. And you're only you really a person if you believe does? in Buddhism. Even you're only a disciple if you believe in Buddhism. <laughs> like believe that it exists, or because because monkey is not practicing it. He is just thumping people on the fucking allegedly head. he is. Alleg- allegedly, <laughs> is this sort of like comparatively he's practicing Buddhism based like like a battle boner is acceptable compared to the the weird like metaphysical crimes that he committed when he was in heaven when he was a stone monkey don't compare your disciplery to other people's highlight reel you just need (laughs) to compare it to who you were yesterday clearly okay yesterday he he slammed a, a dragon into a horse's body and that was better than the day before when he beat up a fisherman for pants <laughs> he's he's getting better better every day he just yeah, started dr- out real low dressing as a woman and completely conning a a pig demon and now who... having complicated feelings about this pig demon it seems <laughs> and his beautiful yeah, well, fighting the battle boner is gentle <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's tender. 
that's all I've got this time. Do you guys yeah. have any other lingering I thoughts? I don't think I it's, can talk Again, it's very boner. straightforward this time. Not a lot of ambiguity. One, I wish the writer of the Monkey King luck with their NaNoWriMo endeavors. <laughs> They're dead. They're, <laughs> well, They're they did, dead. They did complete the story. Yeah. It so, is I mean, still they, published they to this day. Look, I'm experiencing it as a fresh take, so... <laughs> In my personal head canon, they're still writing it actively it is, as we it is as mid we read it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So if you picked up a copy of The Sun Also Rises, Hemingway is still alive in your universe until the book's over, and then he dies again. <laughs> and then you pick up another one, and then he's he's alive again briefly. <laughs> yeah, the immortality achieved through publication is. Uh... <laughs> and every time you do, he fucking hates you. <laughs> Because there's nothing he wants more than to be dead. Uh. Well, yeah, every time you read an author's work, you're bringing them back to life for the duration of your enjoyment of their of that time. It must really, uh, I don't know, it's either really great or really terrible to be an extremely prolific writer. I imagine uh, books that are constantly read, like the Bible, must make for some <laughs> very concerning ghosts. Or I don't know zombies. So like, what what sort of necromancy is is reading a book now? I mean, this would explain the Victorian era's fascination with haunts, though, right? Because that's that's really when novel reading was taking <clears throat> off as a major <laughs> like hobby and pastime among the masses. So, is they realize that it was necromancy? Well, no, no, no. Like, they start reading a lot. And it becomes sure. a, a basically a, the television of the age since it's World Television Day, um, and then all of a sudden there's all these fucking ghosts around because they're reading <laughs> dead people back to life. And after a while, when books became fairly ubiquitous and constant, we just stopped noticing all the haunts. Yeah, but there are ancient plays and things like that from before the printing press talking about ghosts and spirits and whatnot. I'm not saying that that was the inception of ghosts. I'm saying that's when there was an infestation of ghosts. That's when uh, there was an uptick. Yeah, like the, ghost population. This is why the ghost po- ghostbusters were uh, deputized. This is why we have International TV Day now. To to stop so, us from to reading stop books. From reading books. Damp down the ghosts. <laughs> Getting all these ghosts out. <laughs> well, I for one look forward to the burgeoning <laughs> relationship between monkey and pig. I think that will be a, a nice slow burn romance for the ages. It will be extremely slow because we read a chapter a year. The slowest burn. <laughs> uh, thank you for sitting in again, Carmen. And thank you, Grimoire, for mooring the fucking Ragnarok and listening to this tale. Yeah, it was it was time I came down. Y'all have some, uh, like, barbecue. It's a, <laughs> it's a delight. Yeah, it's hard to barbecue in the sky. It is. You really don't want uh, additional sources of combustion on ships of any sort, truth be told. <laughs> uh, thank you for allowing me to crime your reading, give you a taste of your own medicine. Again, I welcome it. You say that. It just means I'm going to have to try harder. I think harder. he means that. Based on my experiences, he means that. Yeah, you can't punish me by giving me things I enjoy. <laughs> like, oh no, ice cream for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what will I do? I can't even punish you by giving things that you don't enjoy. 
because I I end up enjoying them. Even if you if if you don't end up enjoying them, like they just sort of get absorbed into your your general <laughs> like experience. Like I don't think you enjoyed any of the many Winnie the Pooh runs in Kingdom Hearts. No, but or, I'm unbeatable. Or the or the impotent <laughs> shiny hunt. But yeah, like we can't I am I am obsidian. <laughs> yeah, we can't even defeat you with joyless tedium. So <laughs> you you are a terrifying force. Yeah, and I want to emphasize again because this is a a discussion we had, you know, as you were summoning me to uh mm-hmm. to land my ship is that what you did to those impotents is not <laughs> is not like morally bright. It is. It is is a very I, dark I, thing you did. I again, I had a PowerPoint presentation ready to go on why I am absolved of all sin. <laughs> you, you killed so many impotents, so many of them. Fertilizing the forest is not a justification for for murder. If an ogre can kill fishermen for sport and food, <laughs> and still be a I mean, hero, are, are we are we holding everyone by the the bar that ogres are held to? Because <laughs> that's that's a if low we are, bar. it certainly works out for me. <laughs> that's great news. I find that low expectations are the the greatest uh, defense against disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> You have a much calmer, happier life that way. Uh, well, thank you for uh, letting me rest a bit and take the crime seat. Uh, thank you all for, for listening. Thank you to all of our patrons for sponsoring these shows and keeping us afloat or a, a sky, I guess. <laughs> Both. Airborne. We use the word airborne. A sky is pretty good, though. You have to admit, it's not bad. Yeah, I, I might, I might work that into my my vocabulary. Uh, thank you to our top tier patrons: Lucky, Luna, Maxwell, Queen Savagery, still reigning. Thank you, Nicturus, the best character in all Myth Time. Agreed. Pretty, pretty solid character. Hiterius, Midori, Baby Grandma, Becca, a friendly lobster, Kelly. Is Tinkerbell a reference to absinthe? Funky little strawberry, lemur. Spaghetto drinking deep of the trial of gender fluids. Caitlin, Danielle, Soapy Fay, Olwyn, Queen of Terrible Taste, Allie, Jucifer, Koba's Cat, is it Vespa? Versus Keeper of Too Many OCs, Pyrus, Nathan the Scott, Alex, Banjo Bug, Dave, trying to save daytime moths from traveling to the sun, Maya, Grey, Goetic Prince of the Arcane, High Listus of Wimbus, Yahweh Yahweh, I Frew Up, Haley, Dominic, Justin, Lily, Izzy, Heather, High Meality, The Cult of Cricket, and Jenna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you always, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, Doug. We're what the folklore, and that's how it works. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. 
If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.